This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, May 16th, 2016. Stay connected with me in between shows on Instagram at Shanice Lewis and on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Twitter at Shanice Show. Today we have two very special guests, the women behind the Ibby Collection, COO Francois Vianne and CEO Ann Kearns. Founded by garment industry veterans, the Ibby Collection caters exclusively to plus-size women who embrace their curves, are fashion-forward in their style, and are confident, sexy, and sophisticated. The company's mantra, I'm bold, beautiful, and irresistible, speaks to who the Ibby woman is and is backed up by the company's highly active promotion of body acceptance. Ibby Collection focuses on producing limited-run capsule collections showcasing on-trend designs, rich patterns, and quality full-fashion knits. With the Ibby Collection, the garments start as design transitions from the runway to the closet. Every consideration has been given on how to properly fit the curvy body and what will happen to the design concept when it moves into plus size. Let's welcome to the show, Francois and Anne. Hi, Hello, ladies. Hello, How are you tonight? I'm good. Now, first of all, did I pronounce um, your names correctly? Almost. Is it <laughs> It's Francois. <laughs> me. Is what? Francois. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I know all about all right. having your name mispronounced. <laughs> you can't go wrong with Anne, though. Right, right. I was confident with that one. <laughs> so you did well, though. <laughs> Thank you. So you ladies um, have a extensive career in the fashion industry um, with major brands. Now I notice both of you. Um, one of the names on your resume is Ann Klein. Now, did you two ladies meet um, during work, or are you two related? We met during no. work, as a matter of fact, at Ann Klein. Um, yeah. Where I Back was in. doing um, sweaters, and Francoise was in um, merchandising and sales. And Design. we got together on a couple of projects, uh, primarily because, Francoise was the uh, uh, designated, uh, I don't nobody else wants to do this project person. And mm-hmm. a lot of that involved knits. Some of it was cut and sew. And uh, it was a good experience for both of us. And that's what, Francoise, about 25, 30 years ago? 1990. That's when we met. goes back a long time. <laughs> <laughs> now, indeed. when you were... When you were working with these other brands, uh, was plus size a part of what you were doing? At Ancline, yes, there was a there was a petite division and a plus size division. Petite division was, you know, um, for a much longer time, and the plus size was a short lived um, 
experience, but a great experience. And that's where we met um, supermodel Emmy. She was uh, doing some modeling at the time back at, you know, at Ancline. And um, I was in charge of the merchandising of uh, the plus size division as well um, at Ancline. So it was a great experience. See, you always learn something and it's never for nothing. <laughs> well, the, 30, now, 30 years later, here we are. Right? That's right. But the advantage now, to the experience in, uh, at Ann Klein was it was really the first introduction that I had from a technical point of view that there is there are certain commonalities between the plus-size woman and the straight-size woman, and there are other things that you have to treat totally separate from whatever your experience is in straight sizes. Uh, you know, you have to, you, you literally have to look at her body and pay attention to the fact that, you know, her shoulders are not the size of a gorilla. Her arms all of a sudden aren't like an orangutan. She doesn't have an armpit that goes all the way down to her waist. You can't take the same assumptions from a technical point of view that you use in grading for the straight sizes and automatically transfer it to the plus sizes. You have to just very carefully think that uh, she has certain body requirements, and if you engineer your garment so that you're paying attention to her fitting, uh, you come up with what we've been doing, which is a a fashion-forward knit garment that actually fits. Now, do you think that's why uh, many mainstream designers shun away from plus-size fashion? Is technically is more difficultly uh, difficult to do correctly, or do you think it's more just about discrimination in the fashion industry? Well, I think a lot of them, I think, are not set up for you know to design for the segment of the uh, of the population. Just like Anne said, they're. You know, mostly, number one, in school, they don't learn about um, the plus size and how to grade and how to engineer. So when you get into the real, you know, the real, um, into the business, into the real life uh, of, a, <laughs> of a working woman, you don't have that knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's one of the, you know, the biggest problem. They're just not set up for it. Well, and I think, too, uh, on the plus side, I think that that curvy woman has uh, always been kind of pushed into the background, uh, primarily because uh, the idea of whether it was the uh, uh, very, very androgynous uh, uh, models of the 80s and the 90s to uh, more of a regular appearance in in terms of the models between, uh, you know, the turn of the century. But you didn't see a 16 or an 18 or even a 14 on the the cover of Vogue. You just didn't. Mm -hmm. And I think that in these fashion houses, because such a focus was on the smaller sizes, you know, they, it it was uh, uh, being ignored by default more than anything else. Mhm, mhm. So, like I said earlier, you two ladies met at work. You became friends. How did you two decide that you wanted to move forward 
with the plus size clothing line? Like, did you two quit your day job and going after your passion, or is this is one of the many things you're doing now? How did this come um, to pass? Well, we started our well, business about uh, nine years ago. And uh, basically, we focused on knits because we have always believed that uh, the knit component of any collection can be a very significant uh, uh, sales driver. And uh, as we sort of went along, it became clear probably about a year and a half ago that uh, in the marketplace there was a white space that was, the underserved uh, plus market. And our decision basically was to treat that plus-size woman as the 14, 16, 18 and up equivalent of the straight-size contemporary uh, customer. And that meant to us that in terms of a better price point, she was capable of uh, of paying two three hundred dollars for a dress. She just didn't have a dress to buy. Mm-hmm. So we thought, on the on the level of quality, on delivering a fashion product, and on making sure that it fit her, um, we couldn't lose. And so in these nine years, you have introduced other collections before this one? Uh, no, we've, we've, we've worked done with a lot labels. of yeah. yeah. Okay, so like your independent company that you started nine years ago is like consulting firm kind of? Uh, actually, we were manufacturers. And uh, uh, basically what we were doing, Shanice, is working with uh, young designers and uh, helping them with the technical side of knit product and then manufacturing the product for them. So we were not specifically creating the product. We were manufacturing it for someone else. Got it. So this is the first project with your name and your face on it. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Very proud of that. Yes. So, when doing your research, you found that uh, the quality of luxury items were lacking um, in the plus size fashion industry. Now, how do you feel your brand fills that void? Well, I think that you know the the attitude towards the plus size woman was that she really wanted to hide her body. She didn't want to emphasize her curves, that she was ashamed of the way she looked, that she didn't want color or or pattern, that she really wanted uh, the dark colors to sort of disguise her size. And um, in truth, that's probably the exact opposite of of the way she wants to uh, dress herself, but her options were limited to what she could find in the moderate market, or she had a very, very narrow group of designers, uh, Rinaldi and Eileen Fisher and uh, Michael Kors and a couple of other people who were 
doing plus size in the better market, but still were not really not providing her with fashion. There mm-hmm. still was an element of, well, she doesn't really want anybody to know what her size is. And our feeling is, uh, having met a lot of plus-size women in the last uh, uh, year, that that's the exact opposite of the way she wants. She's curvy. She wants to be recognized for who she is, not what she is. Now, why are you focusing um, exclusively on knit instead of having a variety of all types of materials? Well, knit, particularly full fashion, knit to shape, uh, is very forgiving. Mm-hmm. So when you – and one of the things that we've done is instead of doing 1X, 2X, and 3X and so on, uh, for us, a size 14 is a 14 dress. There's no confusion. Your, your measurements are you're a size 16, then you get a size 16 dress. Um, right. But basically, uh, uh, we're we're sort of thinking that uh, if you provide her with viable options and you're consistent in what you provide her in terms of the size and the fit, that you stand a very good chance of getting a customer for life. Knit, uh, and we use a high-powered lycra, so it has a slight compression to it. Knit mm-hmm. is very forgiving. So you have, if you take five size 16 women and you stand them all in front of a mirror, their essential measurements all fall within the parameters, the acceptable parameters of being a size 16. But each one of them has a little sort of different, you know, different little bits to what her body shape is. Knit, the size 16 dress that she gets from us is going to fit all of those women, and they're all going to look fabulous in it because it gives, it moves, Mm -hmm. and it has that that kind of, um, well, it's not exactly uh, uh, like wearing shapewear, but it's got a nice, easy, quiet fit. And that's the other thing is that our dresses don't, creep or twist or anything like that. You sit down and the dress stays with you. It doesn't all of a sudden jump up, Um, (laughs) which can be a little on the alarming side. But to go back to why did we pick knit, we -hmm. know knits very well. We know what knits do in terms of of how the customer feels about it. They're packable. Uh, They have a luxurious feeling. Um, just basically, we feel knits are a lot more compatible whether you're you're a size two or you're a size twenty two that they just mm-hmm. fit your body better. I think once you start wearing knits too, it's hard to go back to a woman. It's just so much more comfortable and it does it, it does um you know has a more forgiving uh, texture to um mm-hmm. to a, a woven. And one of the comments we always get when, you know, women put on our dresses, oh, my God, this is so comfortable. We love it. It feels great. And that's the beauty of knitwear. 
And there's knitwear, you know, knit to shape or cut and sew, but we're knitting to shape, so it's, there is no twisting, there is no torquing, so the, the dress is really, you know, fit on the body beautifully. And like Anne said, when you sit, they don't ride up. <laughs> They're just very flattering. And you should talk about the um, some of the engineering points that we have in our dresses, like how we um, do armhole, you know, as a uh, raglan, so it's more comfortable. She's more on the technical, so she can explain that a little better than me. But we decided when we were looking at product that uh, was available in the stores that it seemed as though uh, the designers and the technical side weren't really paying attention to what that woman's body was all about. So we decided that one of the things that we would uh, uh, avoid is the what I call the dreaded armhole situation. Yes, um, I have to deal with that all the time, my bra showing under yeah, but, my arm. And you're not sat in the armhole. There's right. no way in the world. Your armhole depth is no different than the equivalent in the Missy size. Where you have a difference is in your bicep and your mm-hmm. upper arm. Uh, mm-hmm. Your cross chest is pretty much the same as, uh, you know, a straight-sized woman. So what we've done is we've taken those bits of variety in the in the plus-size body and we've made sure that the shoulder fits smoothly, that you don't all of a sudden look like you're from the 40s and Joan Crawford with the pads in her shoulders, <laughs> that uh, your armhole hasn't dropped down to your waist and that your neck hasn't all of a sudden, you know, blown up. Um, and that's easy to do. It's just paying attention. So we're very careful to make sure that uh, we're paying attention to all of those specifics about what makes a good fit for a plus-size woman. You can do that much more successfully in knit than you can necessarily in, in woven because um, the woven garment is much more structured mm-hmm. and uh, unforgiving uh, with the lycra-enhanced knitwear, uh, we're mm-hmm. we're able to really provide her with something that is not only comf- comfortable, but that conforms to the specifics of her body. Um, right. Which is, you know, now, that's what we all want. You release a capsule collection every month versus a large collection for each season. Now, why is that? Well, we believe in where now. And we also believe that if you keep providing the customer with variety, that uh, she also gets the feeling that uh, that there is a exclusivity to what it, what it is that she's buying. Uh, it's not our intention to be producing huge quantities of things. Uh, because we would like her to come to the website um, 
in June and then buy something and then come back in July and there you go. Here's another whole group of of things for me to choose from that I can wear right now Mm -hmm. that I don't Mm -hmm. have to be thinking, oh, I'll put that in my closet. I can be thinking, oh, you know, I'm going out to dinner with so-and-so and and that would really be terrific, or I have a meeting and that would be terrific. And then you come back the next month and you see something else. Uh, It just seems that she needs to have that access to that kind of variety. Now, um, is that a new trend in the fashion industry, or that's just something you two decided on? Well, well I we, think had this, we, we had decided to, that and then kind of became a, uh, a I mean, uh, we're not the trendsetters, but a lot of the designers, especially in the contemporary um, arena, are doing, you know, wear now, buy now. They're showing, you know, they're doing their shows, what is actually in the stores and working with the stores to show the customer what they have purchased instead of presenting a collection that they will be able to buy five or six months from now. And I think mm-hmm. the customer is embracing that, especially here in the United States. I don't know about Europe. They haven't really embraced that, but in the in the state it has been very popular. I mean, Shanice, young- when you go out and buy something, do you mm-hmm. want to – Buy it now and put it away for three months before no. you wear it. No, I don't. We've think trained, so. yeah, we've trained the customer to buy in May and June. You know what you're gonna wear in September, October, and by the time September, right. October comes, you don't have the, the full garment anymore. Same well, thing happens Well, you know, sometimes when I'm, you know, sometimes. The weather, the the season in the store is not the same as the the season outside uh, that I need the clothes for. So sometimes I'm looking for something for the summer, and it's the winter clothes are out. Yeah, yeah, May and June, you know, when you need summer clothes, they're starting to sell uh, fall. Well, that's another reason why we, we pick knits, because the particular rayon blend that we're using is a 12-month seasonless uh, uh, fabrication. Uh, oh, okay. You know, you can, and, and of course, because uh, most of our dresses are sleeveless or with cap sleeve, uh, we're also developing um, little what we call air conditioning shrugs uh, mm-hmm. so that you have a little cashmere shrug that you throw over your dress when you're being blasted in, in an air-conditioned restaurant. But okay. there's, there really is, in that, in that knit fabrication, there is a sense of you can wear it 12 months out of the year, um, whether you're in the north, the south, the east, or the west. It's still going to be uh, functional. Mm-hmm. You know that that makes mm-hmm. a big difference. You, we're not talking yeah. about having a Harrison tweed jacket, which obviously is only going to be good for uh, November, December. We're saying right. you can you can wear this dress anytime you want. Now, for somebody that is listening and hadn't had a chance to visit your website, tell me uh, the size range and the price point of your clothing. Sure. The uh, the size range uh, right now is four to twenty four, 
uh, next collection will add the size 12, so it will be 12 to 24. And the price range um, is from 295 to about 500. And what would be 500? What would be the most expensive item? Well, there would be something, you know, right now the most expensive uh, dress on the collection is 425, but the price range that we're working with would be, you know, up to about $500. Something that would have maybe around, you know, the holiday where we would have some more embellishment in it. But the Got opening it. price point is under 300, 295. The the bronze of the our- collection is 295 to 3 375. Now, are you sold exclusively online, or are you in department stores as well? Have plans to be in department stores soon? No, no we we exclusively online right now. We have um, plans to do online wholesale through um, some other companies, and maybe a few you know boutiques. We have to explore that, but the customer really um, is shopping online. She's been pushed out of the stores. And uh, it's almost too late at this point to <laughs> to go and try to fight the battle and push your collection into the stores where your customer is really doing the shopping online. So when I just, you know, give it to her where she's looking for, for what she needs. Well, you know, the plus-size woman for oh, a long time has been a catalog shopper. And uh, she makes a selection, it's delivered to her, she tries it on, she takes a look, she spins in front of the mirror, and she makes a decision on whether she wants to return it or keep it. And essentially, what technology has done is take that catalog shopper and put her online. She has the comfort of knowing that she doesn't have to struggle in a store to find out where, if at all, they have plus size garments, and um, you know that that whole business of being shy about asking for her size in a store is taken away when she orders online. She gets it delivered to her. She does the same thing that she did when she was shopping in catalog, but uh, uh, over time. She will become accustomed to a brand and to the way it fits, and she'll stick with it. She's very loyal. So for us, to go into a department store or traditional retail, that doesn't really make sense. What we will do, and we feel very strongly about this, is we will uh, cycle through various parts of the country with pop-up shops. And what that will do is give the customer an opportunity to come in, um, do that, I see it, I like it, I buy it, touch and feel. And Now, do, uh, you think, do you think the customer will buy an item at that price point um, on an impulse? Well, I don't think there's anything impulsive about it at all. I think that she'll buy it because uh, she likes the style. She likes the color of the pattern. Uh, I think that she will buy it because she is making a decision, just as she has made decisions about other things that she's bought. I don't think it's impulsive. I think that it's well thought out. She's spending well, I mean, her money at a, on... at a pop-up shop. I meant specifically oh, a pop-up, pop-up shop. shop. The, yeah. Shanice, the reasoning, behind, the reasoning behind the pop-up shop is just for her to come in and try on her size. 
Oh, more than anything else. It. It, it isn't really for us to be selling to her. It's more for her to uh, come in, get acquainted with the size, you know. uh, yeah. get a feeling for what these garments are all about. Uh, if she wants to buy something, certainly she can, but it's really more an educational situation than it is anything else. Got it, got it. Now, you have a major event coming up that you're participating in, Montreal Fashion Week. We're so excited. (laughs) Yes. The first one. Now, tell me about this event. First Montreal. Well, it's happening um, this coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Friday evening, there's uh, a big fashion show, uh, and we're participating in it and then there's following a two-day event on saturday and sunday and we'll be there the whole the whole weekend and our brand ambassador rosie mercado uh, will be walking the runway and uh, be part um, of the of the cell event in our booth meeting and greeting her her friends and her supporters and her followers and uh, it's very very exciting it's the first one in montreal so um, oh, okay. it started as a little tiny little, uh, you know, invitation, and it has grown to be quite an, uh, a nice event, and we're very, very excited to be part of it. And this Fashion Week in, is inclusive of all sizes? This is plus size. Plus size, yeah. Oh, Montreal okay. Plus Fashion Week, yeah. Montreal Plus oh, Fashion Week. Oh, it's Plus Fashion Week. Yeah. Okay. And um, do they have a website if someone's listening and want to come out and support you guys? Uh, hold on. What's the link? Uh, oh, you caught me by surprise. It's Montreal. Well, <laughs> you know what? So We've been looking Google at it. it all. Yeah, it's Montreal Plus Fashion Week. I don't even know exactly the uh, the, the link. Sorry. Okay, well, we, we could tweet it. But yeah. um, And so when when is it? When is the date of this show? The fashion show is this Friday at uh, 7.30, and then the sale event is on uh, Saturday and Sunday from uh, 9 to 5. So after you and see it, it on the runway, then it will be available for purchase. The yes. next day, yes. And it's at the Crowley Art Center in uh, Montreal, Quebec. Okay. Well, that is exciting. Now, I, I also read that your company is highly active in the promotion of body acceptance. Now, tell me why this is so important to you. Well, I think that uh, I, I think that the curvy woman uh, should not be intimidated into thinking that she has to change her body. What she really needs to do is make sure that she eats healthy that she gets adequate exercise, and uh, that she stands up straight, and that she carries with her an attitude of acceptance in the way she is, that she's not being intimidated into trying to be something other than who she is. You know, it's not written anywhere that everybody is the same size. Uh you know, I, I mean, I'm sure I was born a size 16. My mother never told me that, but I'm quite sure that that was the truth. And I have never, and uh, don't plan on starting now, I have never felt 
that I had to specifically try and be something other than what I was. And we feel that right now uh, that women are just beginning to realize that that's okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why we have the uh, uh, campaign of uh, I'm bold, beautiful, and irresistible. Or I'm bold, beautiful, and iconoclastic. Or I'm bold, beautiful, and irritable if it happens to be a bad day. <laughs> I'm bold, beautiful, and international. There's a lot of different eyes. And, um, right. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful campaign. So, so what is the ultimate goal of your company? Well, the ultimate goal is uh, to provide the plus-size woman with uh, a reasonable translation of what she sees on the runway or in fashion magazines or in the gossip magazines or on uh, the red carpet to uh, make it clear that her entitlement is to dress the way women of any size are dressing that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if she wants to emphasize her curves, we have just the garment for her. If she wants to be very demure and ladylike, we've got it for her too as well. But what we don't have is the oversized, shapeless garment. Right. Uh, Because we feel that she's, uh, uh, she's entitled to be proud of the way she looks, Uh, that there is absolutely no reason in the world why she should be intimidated by her size. Um, And, you know, I think that what happens is that as there's more exposure of the validity of the curvy woman, when you have the Ashley Grahams or even Emmy and and Alexandra Booz and people of that sort who are, uh, standing up and, and are really extraordinary women. They're not just beautiful; they're also very articulate, and they're very um, they're very vocal about the fact that uh, it's okay to be a size 14. It's okay to be a size 22. It's okay to be a size 26. Um, all you really have to focus on is good health. Part of that is, you know, eating properly, exercise. Um, You know, you don't need to have a gym. You don't need a treadmill. All you need are a pair of sneakers, and you can get out and walk a couple of miles, and that's as much exercise as you need, but you need to do it Mm -hmm. because it's it's positive for your health, and you need to do it – in the middle of the day when everybody else is out there running in their little shorts, you need to be out there too. Mhm. So what else do you have coming up? I know uh, we just talked about Montreal plus Fashion Week. Is there anything else you have coming up that we should know about? Yeah. yeah let me tell you about the the, um, the website for Montreal. It's Montreal plus Fashion Week plus uh, spelled out P L U S Fashion Week dot com Montreal plus Fashion Week dot com. So any anyone who's listening can uh, go and check it out. 
And then we also have a, another wonderful event coming up this uh, Thursday, right before we go up to Montreal. We're um, shooting our next capsule, three and four, and um, we have uh, three wonderful models who um, will be part of our next campaign. One is Rosie, Rosie Mercado. Uh, mm-hmm. The second one is Melinda Parrish. And uh, Ryan Etkow is our third model for, uh, for this photo shoot. And um, we'll be sharing some of the pictures on our, on, uh, our social media as of Thursday. So stay tuned and <laughs> look for our new designs and our new collection. And so do you drop the new collection on the first of the month or more in the middle, like the 15th? More in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, more in the middle because, uh, you know, the practicalities of delivery and whatever else, uh, it's it's easier to say the middle of the month than uh, struggle for the first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So... Um, if anybody is listening and wants to model for you or connect with you, or who are you looking to connect with in the the plus industry? Well, I don't think that it's the, I don't think that it's limited to the plus industry. We want to connect with uh, anyone who has questions about our product, uh, mm-hmm. anyone who wants to tell us about themselves and uh, why what we're doing is important to them. We have, as part of the website, we have a blog. Um, They can comment on anything that we're saying. Uh, They can participate in our EB Women campaign. We'd love to have you up on our wall. There's lots of beautiful women and there's room for more. (laughs) It's um, hashtag EB Women. I think I, I, I think that what's going to be increasingly important to us is listening to our customers' voice. Uh, we want feedback. We don't want to operate in a vacuum. We mm-hmm. want uh, we're j- equally as receptive to praise as we are to criticism. So it's important to us that she come back and tell us. She wants something else from us, or she particularly likes something that we're doing, and can we do more of it? Uh, we want her to comment on our fit. We want her to actively participate in what we're doing uh, because her voice is very important to us. Um, she's going to literally be our single focus. But in order for us to set up communication, she has to talk to us. Um, mm-hmm. And we want her to talk to us. Um, you know, we're, we're – Francoise and I, because we've known each other for so long, we're very compatible and we play off of each other in a very good way. And we want the customer to participate in that kind of communication where you can establish a dialogue and um, provide the IBI collection with the kind of growth which is specific to what it is that the customer wants. Yeah, that's that's our goal, it's to design and to give you what you're looking for. Yeah. So if you tell us, we can we can do that. We can get there together. Well, if you like it, you know, if you 
Well, what we have, what Francoise and I have decided is that uh, one of the reasons that we get along so well is that our ego is not involved in it. So we don't get offended when somebody says, I don't like that, or why don't you do it this way? We consider that all part of the growth and learning experience in, in terms of how the product is developed and uh, how we satisfy her needs. Well, that is absolutely awesome, and I also want to say I um, have one of the dresses from your collection, and I can say that it is very high quality. I really like the color. It's a beautiful dress. I'll be wearing it soon and posting pictures. Oh, yes. fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I can't wait. How do you like it? Yeah, yeah so you ladies um, keep up the good work. Uh, before we leave, tell everyone your official website and how we can keep up with everything you have going on. All right. The best the best uh, place to find us is to go on our website, and it's um, www.ebcollection.com, E-B-I-B-B-I collection.com. And All on right. um, FaceTime and other social media with at EBWorld, I-B-B-I World. Very ebcollection.com or ebworld. Awesome. Well, thank you, ladies, for joining me on the show tonight. It's been a pleasure speaking with both of you and continued success with everything you have going on. I want thank to you see, very much, Janine. I want to see a picture of you in our dress. <laughs> I want okay, to I'm going to I'm going to post it and I'm going to send it to you real soon. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Appreciate talking with you. Yeah, it was Thank wonderful. You. Have a nice evening. You too. Enjoy the rest of the Okay. Bye-bye. Dear. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now. And thank you to our guests this evening. If you haven't already, don't forget to join the fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shanice Lewis Show. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.